more? Need more? Get the catch-up with Cam at hit.com.au. Now, does this trigger any sort of childhood memories for you? Oh, yes, I fondly remember standing in front of the TV, dancing along to High Five. They were such an Australian classic TV show. Uh, Nathan Foley, one of the stars of High Five, he sort of stayed in the music industry. He's taken a few different hiatuses. Uh, He was on The Voice a couple of years ago, but he is back now with a brand new single, She Devil, from his upcoming anticipated album, Hurricane, and he joins us on the show right now. Good morning, Nathan. Thanks for coming on the show. What's been going on? Good morning, mate. Oh, geez, lots have been going on. I guess I've been uh, stuck at home like everyone in the world. Yeah. <laughs> with all the COVID thing going on, but it's been a blessing at the same time because I've been able to sit down and be able to and, and do my songwriting, which has been fantastic, and also hang with the family a bit more. But uh, I guess with, as an entertainer, we get to travel the world so much, and uh, I guess the, the extra plus is that I've lost the dark rings under my eyes from all the travelling, so it's good. Yeah, well, I was going to say, you've just released your new song, She Devil. You must be feeling a little bit antsy as a performer because I'm guessing when you release a song, the, one of the first things you want to do is go out and play it for everybody. Absolutely. I mean, that's just been the crazy thing. I mean, having that live audience in front of us has definitely uh, given us our energy and, 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 and drive. And I, I guess we've been limited to just doing the social media thing, which is definitely not the same as having a live audience in front of you, mate. But I, I can't wait to get back out there and, and obviously do a tour after the single and, and the album is, is released. Um, can't wait to get out to the crowds again. So, Nate, a lot of people would remember you as being the star of High Five back in the day. A lot of people grew up with you. Does that make it kind of hard to crack into the music industry as a legitimate performer in your own right? Absolutely. I mean, I think in a way that's the reason why I did The Voice last year as well um, because, I mean, they, they approached me for a few years and I was totally against the whole reality TV show and I said I didn't want to do it. And I thought, hang on a second. I, I went down the shops one day and this girl comes up to me and she goes, Nathan, she says, can I get a photo? I went, yeah, yeah, sure. She says, where have you been? I, I thought you were dead. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. I'm still alive. Yeah, no. I mean, but yeah, I do get that now and again. They go, oh, you do kids stuff on stage? I said, yeah, yeah. no, I've got my rock and band. We're going to rock out to some really cool stuff. You know, we don't just do, we don't do kids stuff. It's like yeah. far, far, far <laughs> from it. But, you know, slow and steady, you know, each day as it comes. And, you know, I've had a really cool reaction from my brand new single, She Devil. And, and you know, hopefully the sky's the limit. Just keep going, keep writing and, and getting the message out there. I found it interesting what you said about The Voice uh, not being too interested in going on it because it's a reality TV show. I had the same thoughts about reality TV. How have you found that going on The Voice has helped your career? Um, well, obviously, I never, I never had any thought about going in it to to win it. Like that, that was totally not my thing. Yeah. I really just wanted to get out there and get a bit of publicity and and just use it as a bit of a wake up call for, for those people that thought I was dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I went out there and just did my thing, and it actually worked wonders. I mean, my followers raised heaps, and I was like, you know, the tap on their shoulder and say, "Hey, he's still out there. He's still doing what he does. Still loves what he does, and still has the passion behind him." And geez, you know, gee, I, I thought, you know, I haven't seen him in like twelve years. Is, but you know we want to get back on the on the bandwagon and start following him and start to keep supporting him, which is the best thing that I got out of it. All right, Nathan. Before I let you go, I'd be kicking myself if I didn't ask you. Uh, every year in Mount Isa, we have this thing called the Mount Isa Mines Rodeo. Don't know if you've heard of it. It's the biggest rodeo in the Southern Hemisphere. Uh, it was cancelled this year because of the coronavirus pandemic. But we usually get an artist out to play, like we've had Shepard here playing before. We were supposed to have Daryl Braithwaite this year, but of course it got cancelled. Is there any chance that we can put you down for a maybe for the Mount Eyes and Mines Rodeo 2021? Oh, absolutely. I'll put my hands up for sure. Oh, 100%.
I'm going to have to lock this in. <laughs> you better, and hopefully not another breakout happens. 2020 has been bad enough. Hopefully 2021 can be even better. <laughs> yeah, let's pray for that, man. Let's pray. All right, well, we can't wait to see you at the Mount Isa Mines Rodeo. Uh, she Devil is out now from Nathan Foley's upcoming album, Hurricane. Thanks for joining us on the show today, Nathan. We'll see you Thanks, 2021 guys. at the Mount Isa Mines Rodeo. <laughs> this is the Hit Breakfast Show with Cam. We're talking weird food combos. Uh, so every morning after the show... I like to go sit out in the uh, the office kitchen and have a coffee and maybe a banana or another piece of fruit just to keep me going for the morning. Uh, but it was yesterday morning, I sort of went out, had my coffee. I didn't have a banana with me. Coffee, uh, banana sort of goes well when you're having a coffee. But I only had an orange. So I decided that I was just going to you know, sit down, peel my orange and have my, my coffee. I drink long black coffee as well, which is sort of, a lot of people think that's kind of weird. Uh, But anyway, I was sort of sitting there chatting to a few people who were also sitting at the table and I was peeling open this orange and I was taking the little pieces out. I've I've also been told they're not called segments, they're called pieces. So I took out a piece of orange and I like jokingly went to dip my piece of orange in the coffee and everyone was like, had their eyes glued to it being like, is he actually going to do that? And then I, I was like, no, no, I'm just joking. I don't actually eat orange with coffee. But then I got curious. And so I, I decided, you know, I'm going to try to see what orange tastes like if I dip it into coffee. So I dunked it in, uh, gave it a good swirl around, and I ate it. And it was actually quite nice. It, it, t- it kind of tasted like, you know how you can get those chocolates that have the orange filling on the inside and it sort of like tastes kind of weird, but you after you eat it, you're like, that actually tastes kind of nice. I thought it was beautiful, but a lot of other people in the room, I got this audio of them watching me eat it. <laughs> Yeah, they weren't too impressed at all. Um, but I actually found it to be quite nice. And I'm already looking forward to this morning going and making myself a coffee after the show. I've got my orange in my backpack. And I'm going to have myself my new favorite dish, orange and coffees. But I want to know on 13, 12, 16, do you have a weird food combo that when people see you eating it, they just go, yuck. What? How? No, that, that doesn't go together. You couldn't be eating that. I want to hear about it on 13, 12, 16 uh, because, you know, A lot of people have their own preferences, and some people don't agree with it. But if you love it, give us a buzz on 13, 12, 16. I want to know what your weird food combo is that makes everyone else dry heave. Paddy on 13, 12, 16 is called through. Mates, what is your weird food combo? Oh, well, I have one that's really weird. It's um, salmon and chocolate. Salmon and chocolate? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. How did you even... Sorry, that's just people in the background listening. How did you even come up with that combo? Mate, I was cooking salmon one night on the stove, decided I wanted to have some dessert with it, got some Nutella out to spread on some toast just to have a little snack. And I was like, let's put the two together. So I crisped up the salmon on the top and then I sliced and then I spread a little bit of Nutella on the top and ate it like a chip. It was so good. All right. First of all, if you're cooking salmon and then you have a sudden craving for Nutella, that's weird in itself. <laughs> and second of all, I might stick to my orange and chocolate. Thanks, Patty. <laughs> This is the Hit Breakfast Show with Cam. Well, when you turn 18, what's the one thing you want to do that you can't do before you turn 18? It's go to the pub, right? It's what every 18-year-old in Australia dreams of. It's this place that you try to get into when you're underage, and then when you finally turn 18, you don't have to try and figure out some scheme to be let into the pub. You can just waltz in and buy as many beers as you want. Now, this experience has been hindered for a lot of 18-year-olds this year, people who've turned 18 in the first half of the year The coronavirus has sort of delayed that for them. So lots of people who are turning 18 are now rushing to the pubs because it's just like the the mecca of being an 18-year-old. It's where you want to go. 
Uh, but the experience has been hindered even further for a guy over in Western Australia who turned 18 recently, uh, and he was not—he was denied entry to the pub for one of the most un-Australian reasons. This is how he tells the story of what happened. Oh, I sat in line for about 10 minutes. Um, he saw me a couple of times. We looked at each other a couple of times, and then he uh, came out and chat to me. Said he wasn't fussed about me pluggers, which is what I thought he was going to pull me up on, but uh, it was a mullet that did it for him, and he said it was the uh, owner's rule, so wouldn't let me in. How sad is that? It's the most un-Australian thing I've ever heard. Mo- so many people across Australia have mullets. Why would you just not let someone into the pub on their 18th birthday because they have a mullet? So It was so un-Australian to the point that this bloke, he said that the owner of the pub also had a mullet back in the day and it was a bit contradictory. Pretty contradictive considering one of the owners of our grotto had a mullet himself. I'm not mm. sure if he still got it or not. Very un-Australian. To the point that the Prime Minister Scott Morrison has gotten involved and he's weighed in. He's held a press conference to talk about, you know, wh- what's actually happened here and to, to sort of give a bit of advice to people who are thinking about not letting other Australians into the pub because of their mullets. Now, I'm the guy who didn't get let into the pub because of his mullet. I've got to say, it's been one of the most disappointing things I've seen in Australian behaviour since the pubs have opened back up. There is no reason for people to be kept out of the pub because of their mullet. Stop doing it. It's ridiculous. It's un-Australian and it must stop. Good to see ScoMo tackling the big issue. Want more? Need more? Get the catch up with Cam at hit.com.au.